If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Escuchas ese rugido. ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Enjoy 99.7 FM here in Accra and Kumasi on Love 99.5 FM. This is News Nights. In light of the foregoing, I wish to confirm that I am honorably withdrawing from the process that will lead to the presidential primaries to be held on the 4th of November 2023. Words of Alan Kujutche Manting as he withdraws from the NPP presidential race. We have details of that. Also, compliance or subtle defiance of a court ruling. That is the big question tonight as a special prosecutor once again seizes cash and freezes the bank accounts of former sanitation minister Cecilia Abnadapa a moment after barely releasing them in accordance with a high court order. You want to stay with me for details. Also tonight, swift response from the Forestry Commission hours after the Forest Under Siege documentary by Joy News. Details of the Commission's claim about adopting fresh strategies to deal with illegal mining as it decries the continuous onslaught on forests, including the Pamprama Forest Reserve. Meanwhile, President Ekofado tout supposed environmental gains made by his government claiming the ban on illegal mining is yielding positive results we place the ban on illegal mining the phenomenon we call galance some 20,000 young people have been engaged to plant more than 30 million trees these policy initiatives are already using positive results and do not turn this inquiry into a public trial of the IGP, former NDC MP wants, as he argues against the calls to invite the IGP to appear before the Parliamentary Ad Hoc Committee. There's a conscious, deliberate effort to shift the terms of reference in this matter to the trial of the IGP. It's very conscious and de- deliberate. It's a red herring that is being pushed. Of also in business. IMF board expected to sit on Ghana's second tranche of fund disbursement in November this year if it passes the first staff review in this month. 
And in sports, 261 days after Argentina were crowned champions of the world, former Netherlands coach Luis van Gaal believes the tournament was rigged for Lionel Messi. We'll tell you why, plus reaction from Virgil van Dijk. We'll also hit the Accra Tamamoto, where as the Ghana Highway Authority takes steps to eliminate deadly threats posed by decommissioned toll boots. Details as 12 people have died at the Temato Plaza in two years, the latest on Sunday. The mall and you are coming on the two lanes, you go straight. We are clearing all obstacles along the two lanes, so there's no need to be up or divert to any other divert your course. We just go straight. Every the structures along that section will be eliminated. That's and more on tonight's edition of Newsnight. You want to do well to stay with us and also share your thoughts and comments via WhatsApp is 55 We're live on X Spaces. We're on Facebook. We're on myjournaline.com. Do all to hit us with the hashtag Newsnight. And this is your home of independent, fearless, and credible journalism. So to withdraw or not to withdraw or to contest, that question has now been answered in the last few minutes. I'm talking about Alan Kwejotremanting. The dilemma that uh, he put all of us in, it looks like, has been settled now. And a statement that my colleague on the political desk, Elton John Brobe, has been reading out a statement from the office of Honorable Alan Kwejotremanting settles the matter this evening. But if you missed it, let me bring back Elton Brobe uh, joining us via Zoom. Elton, um, so whilst you were speaking on Top Story, that anticipated statement, that statement that we've all been waiting for, at least we didn't get a national address, but we got a statement. What does it say? Take us through it. So if I again, Alan start by saying that uh, I, I, he says he issued a public statement which made reference to the selection and shortlisting of presidential aspirants by the Special Electoral College convened by the MPP on 26th of August 2023. He says, after having carefully analyzed the results of the said elections, it is absolutely clear to me from events leading to during and after the elections that the special delegates conference was strategically and tactically skewed in favor of one particular aspirant. The pronouncement made by some leading members of our party, both before and after the election, also lend weight to my observation. He says, the level of intimidation of varying intensity directly or and indirectly unleashed on a significant number of delegates at various polling centers across the 16 regions is unprecedented in the history of our party. In addition, the fact that my polling agent in the Northeast region has suffered severe damage to his eyesight arising from his bold and courageous efforts to ensure compliance with the various rules and regulations for the conduct of the elections as approved by the Presidential Election Committee will forever remain a dark spot in the history of internal elections within the NPP. He says this incident and various acts of violence and collusion reported in other polling centers are appalling, unquestionable, and despicable. He goes on to say that I'm committed to and value the safety of those who work for me and with me, and I'll always fight for their interests. The question I keep asking myself is, how did we get here as a party in the first place? And how far are we prepared to tread on this dangerous path to self-destruction Regrettably, Alan says, I am not convinced that the circumstances I have referred to earlier will not persist or even be escalated in the next round of elections, for which balloting is scheduled for tomorrow, Wednesday, 6th of September, 2023. In the light of the foregoing, he says, I wish to confirm that, that I am honorably withdrawing from the process that will lead to the presidential primaries to be held on the 4th of November, 2023. In the next upcoming weeks, he says, I will provide an indication of the role I will play in politics in Ghana after consultation with my family and other world wishes, various stakeholders and interest groups. And he ends by saying that I wish the other aspirants well as they continue on their journey. I also wish to use this opportunity to express my profound gratitude once again to my family, the Alan for President campaign team, and all my team and supporters in Ghana and from around the world who have supported me in diverse ways over the years. Please be assured that the battle is still the laws and that those who wait upon the laws shall have their strength renewed. God bless our homeland Ghana and make our nation great and strong. Signed, Alan Kojo John Chematen.
Elton Robey, thank you so much uh, for details of that statement. It's a two-page statement, 10 paragraph. And thankfully, um, they were on Top Story. They've stayed with us here on Newsnight. We are grateful for your time. Professor Kobi Mensah and Dr. Asasante. Dr. Asasante, let me start with you. Really, were you surprised? Did you see this coming? No, I didn't see that. I didn't see that. Um, I thought that um, the party would be able to deal with all the complaints so that there will be an equal playing field. Uh, going forward to November for things. But you and I have seen events have taken a different turn. And now the card is already out of the bag. We'll talk about how this will all play out for the upcoming November 4 elections. But Professor Kobi Mensah, how about you? Um, I'm sure you were expecting this to happen or you were expecting a different turn of events. No, absolutely not. I mean, uh, to back uh, what Asafant actually said, I don't think that quite a number of us, especially those uh, political watchers had actually anticipated uh, this coming. Uh, what I thought was that, as, as I said, the party was going to do deal with the issues that had been leveled against the, you know, the uh, what called the superdelegate conference. Of, of course, they don't seem to have dealt with it, and as a result, Alan asking that he's withdrawn. I think that it's a huge indictment to the process. Uh, the party must have a real look at it uh, so that perhaps in the future uh, they can actually, you know, kind of stop some of these things happening because Alan is no mean a political person, uh, very, very astute in the MPP. So for him to have leveled this kind of complaint against the party based on which to withdraw, I think that's a very serious issue. But, but these complaints with. that um, he highlights, are they issues that the party did not show readiness to resolve? Is that the indication that you get? I think that the party was rather interested in Kennedy Japan's outburst. Mm. Uh, if you look at the committee that was set up and the terms of references, even when most political watchers have said that they have to deal with some of the issues that have actually been leveled against the process, they were not quite ready to deal with that. And so I, I don't think that they were prepared to, to deal with the issue. Well, Dr. Asante, really the uprightness of this particular decision is um, something that I've seen, at least the reactions that are coming in. Is it not politically suicidal for Alan Kujo Chairman Ting? I'm not sure um, that is what is the case because uh, he's a man of honor and he wants to save his image. He believed that the whole process has been compromised one way or another. Mm. Uh, so he did not want to be associated with such a process. Remember, we saw a similar thing done by Boatia Jaku too. So it speaks volume as to what is happening within the MPP. And my good friend Kobimensa said that it's a big indictment, indictment on the party. Really, indictment, you say. How about the, the process that we are, we are supposed to be undertaking at least in November 4? What will this all mean? How will it play out? Do you think that it will have any dent on the upcoming election in any way? Oh, definitely he is out. But there are those who are also in. Kennedy is a force to reckon with. There are the, the standards that were used to measure are those who qualify for delegates conference is not going to be the same because remember they are going to elect um, a flag bearer now who will come and rub shoulders with flag bearers of other political parties so standards such as what the economy who has managed it well and who has not who feature uh, issue of corruption will definitely come to the fore that who has the political well with her to deal with corruption issue such as you know, um, competence, because this government has been accused of having sacrificed uh, loyalty for uh, competence. So all these things and more are going to feature and obviously will change the dynamics. Remember, you are going to see an electoral college moving from uh, 961 to 220,000. And obviously, you have the youth in there, a chunk of them. Well, their desires, their dreams are different from those who voted uh, the first time. Issue of what? Employment. Is it the case that the party has been able to deal with this? And this is what Ghana uh, is looking forward to. Obviously, you need to be popular in the rest of them. So um, it's not over yet. 
uh, you are still going to see um, if you like surprises. But could it also not be, Dr. Sassante, pardon my uh, chi, I'm an ever girl, but is it not the case of uh, the fact that but for which reason he's seen the signs written on the wall, for which reason he is pulling out now before the disgrace will be massive at the end? That's uh, some of the concerns that people have raised. Oh, no. Who is that soothsayer saying that Alan will lose? Who is that? And where did he see that? <laughs> it doesn't come in like that. <laughs> no, it's not the case. The man has seen something entirely wrong with the process and he's convinced beyond reasonable doubt that nothing would change come November 4th. He is a rational human being and things that would not inure to his benefits, he will obviously uh, shelve it. So that is the decision he has taken. Are you by this saying that Bwachia also saw the defeat on the wall? No. No. They are saying that this is a party that whose members pride themselves of being a democratic party being in tune with the rule of law and the rest of them. So what they are saying is nothing but an aberration which they believe that they don't want to be associated with. Mm. Well, Prof, um, you look into all this when it comes to the communication and the strategy. I see a portion, the, that particular paragraph that he talks about withdrawing honorably. I see that he says, I will provide an indication of the role that I will play in politics in Ghana after consultations with my family and other well-wishers, various stakeholders and interest groups. Are you seeing anything behind this? Because I was hoping to see that the role he will play in politics in the NPP, but I see Ghana instead. Am I reading too much meaning? <laughs> well, uh, obviously, uh, we, you have the right to read into it. Uh, we can analyze, we can juxtapose quite a lot of things. But I suppose that uh, at a time when, you know, you remember in 2007, uh, after the process, I think he became a representative of the country internationally, and I think is a world trade, you know, uh, also. Um, so obviously, quite a lot, a lot of avenues that he can play. He's no meaner person. So when he talks about how he, the kind of role he will play, I perhaps would deduce it from international perspective as a representative for the country. Perhaps, of course, there are quite a number of things that he can also do, which people have already started speculating. But I wouldn't want to speculate without any strong evidence for that. Uh, remember, as you, you know, the question as you said, whether you know it wouldn't hurt his uh, political career. You remember, Alan had been consistent in 2007. He pointed to the same kind of treatment of his supporters, uh, based on which he told the party if they don't resolve it, he was going to resign. Now the same thing has repeated, and and he had actually taken similar stance as he did. So that even goes a long way to speak to his principles. The idea that he doesn't tolerate, you know, certain abuses on his followers, I think it's quite strong. So mm-hmm. even if not all, I think it speaks to his principles, his leadership characters, and I think it would rather make him stronger than, you know, uh, kind of weakening him. And finally, gentlemen, uh, this is to both of you. Is this the end of Alan Kujuche Manting or we'll see him back when it comes to the presidential race? You- Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 
If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Sí. Um, anything can happen, but I'm not sure that is the end of him. Uh, because he's a gentleman who has served and served his country well and his party. So I believe that one day, who knows, he can spring up and... That direction, only time will tell. How about you, Professor yeah. Minter? Uh, of course, uh, you know, politicians of that caliber don't just leave the scene. I mean, you can even look at uh, Apraku, for example. You know, he went and came back. So I don't think that this will be the end of Alan. I suspect that there could be a comeback uh, in a very major way as to how, we don't know yet. But I don't think that this is the end of him. I'll throw this in quickly, though. How should the NPP be handling the situation, you'd say? I believe they need to be sober, reflect on all these issues, and deal with them head on. But if they want to sweep it under the carpet, I'm afraid they are going to meet it in another form. That will be difficult to surmount. Which form would that be? Uh, I don't know, but I don't <laughs> think that <laughs> it will be a form that... Um, they want to uh, appreciate it. So I believe that uh, the time is now for them to be able to nip this problem in the bat. You have the final word on this, Professor Kovivens, yeah. do you agree? I think, that, I think that MPP has to be concerned. Over the period, you know, the brand had been deteriorating. Uh, I had consistently said that the party's collectiveness, I mean, the collective MPP had given way to more personalization a position that NDC used to occupy, NDC rather had gone to a much more collective as a party, and MPP is struggling with this personalization issue. They have to take this serious, and they have to have certain introspection to see how they can actually deal with it. Because he made references to the fact that a party that calls itself as due process, why have they gotten to this particular place? And I think it's a puzzle that the party need to actually find solutions. Okay. To. And you both insist that this is not a dent in any way on the person of Alan Kujutremanting? Absolutely not. I don't think Never. That Never. Okay. Well, I'll leave it here, gentlemen. Thank you so much uh, for staying with us. And that's Professor Kobi Mensah and also Dr. Asa Sante. There, we've been looking at the statement that has been issued by Alan Kujotremanting. And um, it's a two-paged statement, 10 paragraphs, uh, minus uh, the signing part. And it talks about honorably withdrawing from the process that will lead to the presidential primaries to be held on the 4th of November, 2023. And he says in the next coming weeks, he will provide an indication of the role that he will play in politics in Ghana after consultations with family and other well wishes, various stakeholders and interest groups. He cited a number of concerns. Regrettably, he's not convinced that the circumstances he's referred to earlier, including the attack on his polling agent in the Northeast region, amongst others, will not persist or even be escalated in the next round of the elections for which balloting is scheduled for Wednesday 6th of September, uh, which is tomorrow. Thankfully, we have the Deputy General Secretary. We'll hear from Alan Kujuchemanting himself when he interacted with my colleague Prince Ouswansa. But the Deputy General Secretary of the party, Haruna Mohammed, joins us on the line. Thank you so much uh, for your time here on Newsnight. Mr. Haruna, have you been officially communicated to as a party about this decision of Alan Kujuchemanting? Thank you, Mr. Um, unfortunately, we have not been officially communicated to. Um, we are also hearing this from the media and we are reading bits of bits of that from the media. And he, what you've heard so far in terms of the bits and pieces, we're expecting a national address. That did not happen, but we've seen the statement. I'm sure the party hierarchy is um, still contemplating on this. What was the initial reaction, you'd say, at the party headquarters? Um, well, for now, the party hierarchy is not contemplating because we have not received official communication 
from uh, our very senior brother, a senior member of this party, uh, who seek to lead the party uh, come 2024 elections. Uh, we are reading the press statement from uh, the media as uh, somebody who is very operational. I have cited this and I've read it, but the party leadership is unaware of this particular new development. I believe that the, the writing will be done as to writing to the party, uh, directing it to the elections presenter, elections committee, which will be notified as the letter has indicated that uh, 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 will be done tomorrow. So this should be communicated to the elections committee, and the elections committee will then report back to the national party for uh, the body that is with the opportunity to look at it, will look at it. Mm. But Emipa, I want to, uh, I listened to one of the uh, cousins so who was on the other side of the, mm-hmm. uh, the discussion. He says that there is MPP that is struggling and we have personalized uh, the MPP. I disagree vehemently with that particular statement. If you look at political party systems in Ghana, it is the MPP that has not forgotten its roots. We are a center-right political party and we know that we are liberal democrats and we have consecutively maintained our stand. Parties that have come up as uh, socialist parties have run away from that particular policy. So the MPP has consistently known our roots as a consecutive party, as a liberal party, as a center-right party. We have not personalized this party. This party remains a national party. It remains a corporate body. And I disagree with that statement very strongly. Mm. But really, how do you respond uh, to some of the claims that uh, Alan Kojuchemanti makes in the statement, for instance, for him, in the lead-up or the events leading to and during and after the elections of the Special Delegates Conference? It appears that it was strategically and tactically, I'm quoting the statement, skewed in favor of one particular aspirant. He talks about um, some pronouncement by leading members of the party, both before and after the elections, and he lends way to his observations. Among others these are the reasons also um the 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 fact that in addition his polling agent in the northeast region suffered severe damages to his eye a number of concerns he raises that he felt that it looks like all this was just skewed to one particular aspirant um very well uh, there are some of these matters that i would not uh, speak to uh, because the disciplinary committee of the party is looking at this particular matter uh, they have petitioned the elections committee and disciplinary committee is looking at these matters. Uh, as to whether Are the issues before the disciplinary committee includes um, issues uh, or pronouncements made by um, Kenny Jepong, the comments made by uh, Hobson Adoye, also a youth um, organizer in the Ashanti region amongst others. Uh, which portions are you looking at in terms of this particular one that he cites? That yes, the contestants themselves skewed? have written a petition to the elections committee. Okay. And the elections committee, perhaps this might be contained because I'm not a member of the elections committee. Some of these matters might be raised by the Allen Group to the Elections Committee and uh, to the Elections Committee and also some submitted to the Disciplinary Committee to deal with this matter. But in reaction to saying that this was tactically skewed in favor, uh, I don't know, the Special Delegates Conference uh, is a creation by law and it is, it is strategically stated in the party's constitution Article 1319 state who and who becomes delegates for this particular election. So it will be very difficult for us to skew the, 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 the voting members of this constitutional provision. But as to the matters that have been raised in that particular letter, once we hear it from the media, when we officially receive this documentation, mm-hmm. the national leadership will look at it with a good heart and we see how we'll be able to address so whilst you wait for that official communication, though, um, at least um, it's in the public domain now, there, there's a portion of um, this particular statement. I'll read to you so I take your response directly. It says, the question I keep asking myself is, how did we get here as a party in the first place? And how far are we prepared to tread on this dangerous path to self-destruction? Yes, I still maintain that these portions that you are reading to me, it is the reservation and observation of 
Mr. Alal Kujok Chabankin. And he's a senior member of the party. He's raising an observation. Mm. It is not a representation that the party has gotten to where he's thinking. So you you disagree you disagree that, that, that you disagree that the party is treading on the path to self destruction. Dangerous this party paths. This, this has not been factually been proven that party is treading on a dangerous path. But he has the right to op, to say to have his own observation. And when he has it and the party looks at it, I believe that if it is true, the party may change its mood. If it is not, this is a national party. Nobody can stand against him. He's a senior member of this party. And he's raising his observation. These are his opinions and observations. And if you read the letter quite carefully, he said observation. So if this is what he has observed, I think that he has the right to be listened to. And the National Party, upon receiving a formal communication from him, will, will look at this particular matter. Is it the wish of the party that we, did not, we, we, we didn't have to get to this point where he would have withdrawn uh, from the race? I never wish that he would withdraw from the race. I never wish so. I never wish so because competition is one thing that is very healthy for us. Competition is one thing that brings out the best in everybody. Competition is something that helps to reorganize. But for him to withdraw, I would not be happy in this particular instance. And if this is his time, I cannot take it away from him because he has a right to take his decision. First of all, he came into the race. And if he's going out of the race, it is only going to be something that will be so much disappointed because as a party, we know who Alan Kondi is. And if he's going out of the race, it is a something that will worry the party. Mm. So balloting will go ahead in spite of this tomorrow? Definitely. If this communication is received by the elections committee, uh, they would know what to do with regards to the balloting. Okay. Haruna, we are indeed grateful uh, for your time. That's Haruna Mohammed, is the Deputy General Secretary of the NPP. And if you haven't heard, um, Alan Kojoche Manting, a leading member of um, the presidential race of the NPP, has just withdrawn uh, from the process. And he cited a number of concerns, including the fact that it appears that uh, events leading to during and after the elections uh, that the Special Delegates Conference was actually strategically and tactically skewed in favor of one particular aspirant. He talks about pronouncements made by some leading members of the party both before and after the elections and also lends weight to his observation and he's quoting um, that um, he's asking how did we get here as a party in the first place and how far are we prepared to tread on this dangerous path to self-destruction these are some of the comments he makes before honorably withdrawing from the process that will lead to the presidential primaries to be held on the 4th of November 2023 and that in the next upcoming weeks he will provide an indication of the role that he will play in politics in Ghana after consultations with family and other well-wishers, various stakeholders and interest groups. Well, we've been trying uh, to reach the camp of Alan Kojocha Manting uh, on this. You know, there were two um, changing times uh, for that national address. Then there was a, a rescheduling without a date as to when that national address will come. Then in the last few minutes, we are getting the statement from Alan Kojocha Manting's camp. Let me bring in Nana Kumia. He speaks for the Baumia camp. Thank you so much uh, for your time here on Newsnight. Were you expecting this? Yeah. You were expecting this? Yeah. How come? How so? Well, uh, we have been calling for this kind of reaction simply by looking at the results of the special delegates that took place about a week ago. You have a scenario where 10 contestants, one contestant votes. If you added the votes of the rest of the, of the nine, they do not come up to half what one contestant got. Clearly, the weight of the party has been expressed and Looking at these results, going forward in two months' time for the main delegate conference, uh, we do not think it's a good idea for the rest of the four or five people. So we believe it's a good step that Honorable Alan Tremartin has taken, and we expect more, actually.
Mm. Well, but are you not worried as a team that um, it, it, it looks like there will be no competition, so to speak, for you? And it would lend credence to some of the comments that um, Alan Kujuchemanti is making, for instance. He says it appears that this whole thing is um, strategically and tactically skewed in favor of one particular aspirant. Some have said it is um, Dr. Baumia. Look, losing elections of, of this magnitude in a, the major parties is not an easy thing. And it's just about a week after the elections were held. And so we expect that emotions are still wrong. Mm. And we are prepared to be magnanimous in victory. And we acknowledge... Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. The pain that losing such elections on such a scale would cause people, and we are prepared to accommodate the emotions. But you see, the NPP as a party, there's a certain spirit in this party. And where the spirit lies, you cannot deny it. Look, take the president of 2014, mm-hmm. the special delegate election. There were, I think, seven or so gentlemen. One person got more than 80% in that election in 2014. And to confirm it, when they went forward to the main election, that same person who got 80, more than 80%, then went ahead to get more than 94%. Is the same pattern. The party knows where it stands. It knows there's an inherent knowledge as to where the party should go at each crossroad. You cannot deny it. Um, my brother, Kwabna Japan, withdrew gracefully issued a statement after his loss. And, of course, we are sure he will join to prosecute the agenda for 2024. Mm-hmm. Um, my big brother, Alan Tremantin, to have done the same. We expect more. We expect that, at the end of the day, the party is going to coalesce at the point where the spirit of the party is. Well, that, but we know that Kwabne Jepong did not, did not withdraw. Kwabne Jepong did not withdraw from the race. He actually lost. So he wasn't Hello? in there. I'm saying that Kwabne Jepong did not withdraw. He actually lost I'm it. I'm saying he issued mm-hmm. a statement after his loss. Mm. Very conciliatory statement. And we are going to move forward. We are we agree that emotions are raw and... and um, um, we are prepared to be magnanimous to take account mm. of these emotions. At the end of the day, we have to rally behind uh, the winner. Is, is it, are you of the view that Alan Kujiche is just being a sore loser? You, you, you have to speak louder, please. I, I'm asking you if you're of the view that Alan is just being a sore loser. Well, like I've said, if you want to, uh, if you want those choice of words. I'm not going to fight with you. I'm only saying that we are going to be magnanimous in victory. Okay. And would accommodate all emotions.
Okay. We are grateful. We'll leave it here. Thank you so much. And that's uh, Nana Akumia uh, speaks for the Baumia team. And thankfully, we have Yao Boabi and Samoa, lead spokesperson for Alan Kojochemanting, joining us um, on the line. Thank you so much uh, for your time here on Newsnight. Really, um, this must be a painful decision for Alan Kojochemanting. Very much so, especially considering the widespread, uh, 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 how do I put it? Uh, the supporters, stakeholders, those he's worked together with, the high expectations of those people. But uh, he, he's expected them to realize that this process, the way it's being orchestrated, will not uh, deliver uh, a candidate that is willingly that of the party. Uh, so that choice uh, really cannot be uh, one that is on the heart of the party. And so, like you're saying, it, it's heartbreaking, but He's had the courage of his conviction. Uh, he, uh, he set out his stall. Well, but did he not take a selfish decision considering the number of supporters and how confident you are about uh, the November polls, November 4 polls, considering the number of people that will be voting? You've always maintained that he's going to win that. I don't, I don't believe it's selfish because he's explained very clearly that he expects the, the process that it's already been skewed uh, that is full of intimidation, impunity from the party, inducements and otherwise, to be escalated uh, towards November 4. And he couldn't he stay to fight? The party won't stop at anything from what he can see. He couldn't, stay, he couldn't stay to fight, Yao? Uh, yes, he could have. But at the same time, he's also offered his supporters, his stakeholders, his lovers, his family, all of them, the opportunity that he's stepping out of this race but he's not stepped out of politics. He stated that clearly. He says he's going to continue to have a role in politics. And, and I think that should be something that we all look forward to. What would that, uh, what would that role be thinker. particularly? What would that role be particularly starting with his he party? He said he's going MPP. to consult and get back to us. But he stated it clearly that he's dropped out of this particular process. And, and, and I personally pray that Ghana does not lose his exceptional talent. This is a very, uh, he's not your typical loud politician with the, with the witty one-liners, but he's a very deep thinker in his work. He thinks and he gets things done. Uh, he has an exceptional record in office. Uh, and now you, his campaign messaging was based on some of the most difficult problems we have, including uh, party funding, where he's come up with the realization that the law allows parties to compete commercially and that he was going to make sure that the MPP had a commercial approach to its uh, sustainable funding processes. And that uh, he also brought up the great transformational plan, which was going to take us out of the IMF-driven uh, economy that we've been running over the years. So, so I believe that Ghana deserves him, mm. and that he will take a decision that will drive us all forward in the right direction. It doesn't look like he got over the performance in the last um, Superdelegates Congress, did he? It's, it's not just about that superdelegates conference. It's about the process from the beginning. You don't want to go back and begin to rehash everything. But right from the beginning, in terms of even fixing the date for these elections and other processes, the party has set up rules, and the party keeps changing its mind unilaterally over those mm. rules. Mm. Look at what happened with, with Bajaj Jaco. The party insists on running a process that was likely to throw up a, a ridiculous situation. And when the situation happens, the party unilaterally decides to scale down okay. the, the electoral college. But so the party, Mr. 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 Just, just so the party is acting with impunity. Okay. The party is acting with impunity. The party is not respecting its own rules. And, and you can't have that. This is not the NPP Martin signed up for and worked hard to help establish. Mm. And he stated it in there. Okay, yeah, we've been going through the statement, but finally, do you get the sense that his supporters will continue to take him seriously? Absolutely, they have to. That's why I said that my personal prayer is that we don't lose him uh, uh, out of Ghana politics because he has a lot to deliver uh, uh, to us. They have to take him seriously. Okay. The, the people within the NPP who know what's happening know that this process we are involved in is not a fair process and it's not likely to be a process that will throw up to their will. Uh, he, he's being courageous. I commend him for that. We are indeed grateful and we'll see what's up next uh, for Alan Kujochema. But the party says you are here to communicate officially to it. Uh, the, the party will receive its communication in due course, I'm sure. Okay.
We are grateful. That's a yaw, Bobby, and someone speaks for the Alan Kujucha Mantin team. We'll take um, business at this point. When we return, compliance or subtle defiance of a court ruling. That's the big question also tonight. As a special prosecutor once again seizes cash sums and freezes the bank account of former sanitation minister Cecilia Abunanda per moment after barely releasing them in accordance with a high court order. You want to stay with us for details of that and more. Business with George Riafi. Hello, George. Hi, MF for interesting development, mm-hmm. some will say. Well, coming up in business, IMF board expected to sit on Ghana's second transvestment in November this year if the country passes the first program review. And oil prices cost $90 a barrel, raising concerns about another increase at the pumps locally from the middle of this month. My man, I heard there's a new app on the streets that does it all for you. Ah, really? <laughs> How is that possible? Charlie, I also could not believe you too. But I downloaded the app and I'm telling you, I was able to chat with my friends, make video calls and... Well, we know of many apps that can do that. Oh, let me finish that. I was also able to listen to the latest songs, play games and read the latest sports news. For you? Yeah. And I can send and receive money from the app. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing, no? What's the name of this app? It's called Ayoba. Ayoba. Yeah, Ayoba. Get Ayoba. You're all in one app that lets you chat, call, share, play, pay, and listen to music all in one app for everyone. Enjoy Ayoba with MTN and download the Ayoba app today. Everywhere you go. The Kingdom Books and Stationery Limited's Back to School promotion is here with us once again. From the 4th of September to the 31st of October 2023, Kingdom Books and Stationery Limited is giving a generous 10% to 15% discount on all school items like textbooks, pens, pencils, erasers, exercise books, and so much more across all our branches in Accra, Tema, Kumasi, Takradi, Winnipeg, Cape Coast. Parents, teachers, and students, please hurry while stock lasts. For more information, call us on 0302-764-101 or 0302-764-209 or email info at kingdomgh.com. You can also visit our website www.kingdomgh.com. Kingdom Books, where quality and affordability are both assured. Terms and conditions apply. Syntex has it all. Syntex Tank was first to introduce double-layer tank. And now, you can have as many layers as you want. Syntex Tank was first to introduce white inner layer tanks in Ghana. And now introduces the customer specs order, which will let you order any color and size you want. Syntex Tanks gives you the biggest warranty of seven years, which no other tank gives you. So whatever your water consumption, size of project, or demand, choose Syntex Tank. Syntex Tank, stress-free. Syntex Tank, reliable. Syntex Tank, maximum guarantee. Call 0244-335-168. Kumasi, 0505-555-666. Or visit SyntexGH.com. Syntex Tank, a year strong, a year tough. You welcome back to Business on Newsnight. Now, the IMF board is expected to approve Ghana's second tranche of cash disbursement of $600 million in November this year. That is, if the country is able to pass the first review of the IMF program by the end of this month. Finance Minister Ken Ofriata has been given more details about the status of the fund program. 
Um, there are a lot of conditions um, to be met, um, but that's what um, we are we are here for. Um, what you call um, performance uh, indicators. Uh, so the quantitative performance indicators, about six of them. Um, indicative targets, about three, and then some structural benchmarks. But I think of all of that, uh, we've got a long way um, to be ready for the mission um, that comes at the end of um, end of September, so that we can try and get a staff level agreement while the mission is here and then go to the board um, in November for the release of the second tranche, which will be $600 million. Uh, in addition to that, um, uh, are certain things we also need to do with the World Bank um, so that um, we can get our DPO, uh, which will be another 300 Finance Minister Ken Oforiata. Economist Professor Lord Mensah has described the proposed credit domestic credit rating agency as a move that would aid capital market development in the country. Government is currently working to establish this domestic credit rating agency before the end of this year. But Professor Lord Mensah is worried about the proposed shareholding structure of this local ratings agency. The ownership as is being proposed, we have the National Insurance Commission holding a part of it. Um, as an owner, and then the National Pensions and Regulatory you know, Authority also holding a part. I think um, these are not you know, entities that issue bonds. And so if you look at um, the ownership, um, obviously you can say that there's a possibility of having a rating agency that can do an independent job. But this is a credit rating agency. If we really want it to function, get the international recognition, be appreciated and win the trust of you know the, the domestic investor then obviously we expect that they'll be independent as much as you know possible financial economist professor lord mensa oil prices have crossed 90 dollars a barrel today now this has raised concerns about another increase of the pumps locally by the end of this month prices of petroleum products were increased by more than three percent a liter in the first of this month linked to development on the international market the spike in global prices is linked to a cut in supply by the OPEC members. Many will be looking forward to what will happen from the 15th of this month as the Ghana city is fairly stable, but people are worried about how these developments on the international market would impact prices locally. Some stakeholders in the agri-sector say they've taken prudent steps to increase food production to help deal with food security concerns in the country. Chief Executive of HJA Africa, producers of Ofo Fertilizer Henry Abraham, says they are committed to climate-friendly organic fertilizer for farmers to increase their yields. He spoke at the third annual stakeholders forum in a Greek held in Accra. Essentially, offer does no harm to the climate. Uh, that may not sound that exciting on its own, but the truth is synthetic fertilizers are possibly the worst single product on the planet for the climate. Something like 3% of greenhouse gas emissions, global warming gases, come from synthetic fertilizers, partly because it takes a lot of energy to make them, partly because it takes a lot of energy to transport them. You see all those ships on the high seas carrying bags of fertilizer. So those three things together mean that synthetic fertilizers are probably the worst single product on the planet. So if you can reduce their use, which you can with offer, and save money at the same time, we're not asking people to spend more. We're saying save yourself money and save the planet at the same time. Executive of HJA Africa, Henry Abraham. Vice President of the International Advertising Association of Africa, Nokodia, has called on businesses to take advantage of the emerging tech to develop utmost value for their customers. She's been speaking at the International Advertising Association's sixth edition of the Africa Rising Conference in Accra. Well, at the moment, it is the, the new thing. It is a new in. And I think it leverages on whatever is happening. And it's for us as industry practitioners to understand the dynamics and its impact on us. So today, for the two days, we're going to delve into it. We're going to hear from global perspectives, how it has impacted businesses. For us to also understand what Africa is up to and how we can dovetail into it as we think about building our future-ready brands. 
Nokodia is the vice president of the International Advertising Association of Africa. Let's turn our attention to the stock market. And if you are a shareholder of Fan Milk Ghana Limited, well, there was some good news for you at the end of trading on the Ghana Stock Exchange, as it was by 15 pesos to close at one Ghana City, 65 pesos. And that's all for business on Newsnight. Back to you, MFA. Thank you very much, George. Thank you so much, George, for business. We'll take some of your messages and then we'll do sports um, shortly. And um, this one from Major One in Kumasi, uh, the withdrawal of Alan um, from the NPP standard bearership race marks the beginning of the party's journey to a position. The reason is the slogan among the majority of the NPP supporters in the Ashanti region is no Alan, no vote, and the party cannot win any election in Ghana without the vote of the party rank and file in the region. Samik Kumasi says the matter is simple. Mr. Alan Chemanting should team up with Kennedy Ejepon to revive the dying MPP. Now, uh, Baba Cheman in Tamale says the OSP is a special creature of our laws, but the Razmatars and the Jambori nature in which it operates, uh, to say the least, is appalling. The OSP must not be soon to making some of these basic blunders, he says. And Lincoln in Akwitiman says our water bodies are still polluted. So what is the sign to show that we are winning the fight against Galamse. Mr. President, please come again, he says. We're yet to do the story. We'll get into it shortly. Maxwell KK from Tongo says, next time somebody tells you to sacrifice for him so that he will also support you after he's done, don't believe it. And that's the fate Alan suffered after sacrificing, he says. Gilly also says, if the extent to which Ghana's forests and water bodies have been destroyed by Galamse hasn't scared President Ekofado yet, he could go on an international platform to say all he said, then we are doomed. Um, this one is talking about a comment on Alan Chemantin's withdrawal. It says, and Kunimdi Asante entry says, Alan's advisors have not helped his cause. His concerns about bias is legitimate, but truth be told, his chances of becoming the flag bearer was slim anyway. And final one from Ishmael Inwa says, um, okay, well, um, we'll take more of your comments um, shortly. Let's do business. It's sports, I should say. Ali. Yes, uh, well, hello, my father. It's, been, it's really busy day, I could tell for you, yeah. you know, all the, but uh, the Black Stars are also busy, you know, in intensifying training ahead of that game against Central African Republic on Thursday at Barbara Sports Stadium. Well, latest to join the team is Richard Ofori, goalkeeper Richard Ofori, and Jordan Ayew, who was named uh, Crystal Palace Player of the Month for August. They've joined the team for the second day of training uh, at the Barbara Sports Stadium. My colleague Steven Zando with Lava FM monitored that training in Kumasi and came through with this report. So the Black Stars of Ghana have finally arrived in Kumasi. And of course, on Thursday, the Black Stars will be playing Central African Republic in the 2023 AFCON qualifier. This will be the last game for the qualifiers, and Ghana needs to avoid a defeat to qualify for the tournament that will be staged in Ivory Coast next year. Now, yesterday, the Stars ended, you know, the day with 23 players, but the good news for Ghanaians is that Richard Ofori and Jordan Ayu have joined their teammates, and, of course, they were part of the players that arrived in Kumasi. Unfortunately, Jordan Ayu could not be part of today's training session that was held at the Babayara Sports Stadium, and according to my checks the coach decided to take some precautionary measure because the player did not arrive on time in camp so tomorrow he'll be part of the player that will be training ahead of the crucial encounter on thursday the training session was held behind closed doors and then of course the team the players were taking through a lot of tactical works i mean they worked on set pieces shooting and what a view it is expected that tomorrow the training session will be open to the media for the first 15 minutes where so that's uh, Stephen Zando, that's the station Lava FM over there. Well, MFA has been 261 days since Argentina were crowned champions of the world. And one man is not happy that Argentina have won the World Cup and is the man who coached the Netherlands in the quarterfinal stage okay. of that. Uh, or he coached the Netherlands at the World Cup and Argentina did defeat them in the quarterfinals. I'm talking about the man Luis van Gaal. He says that the World Cup was rigged ah. for Lionel Messi. And uh, it generated a lot of debate. And his captain, the captain for the Netherlands national team, Virgin van Dijk, has reacted to this. And he says he does not support that argument and believes that Argentina won the World Cup fair and square. Where do you stand on this? We wait to see. But the conversation will continue. Yeah, that's it for sports brought to you by Pepsi and Herbal and Jacko. 
Thank you very much, Musbal. Now, uh, cash sums totaling $590,000 and 2.7 million CDs belonging to former sanitation minister Cecilia Abnadapa remain in the custody of the office of the special prosecutor effective today. While her bank accounts and investments have also been slapped with a fresh freezing order by the office effective today, you'll recall an Accra High Court handed the OSP seven days to release the funds after it found that it has filed its application for confirmation out of time and failed to demonstrate a basis for the suspicion that it is tainted. Well, the court adds that the decision of the OSP was based on public sentiment and uh, the issue lacked a legal basis. Well, there's a statement uh, from the OSP uh, this evening and my colleague Richard Kojunyako uh, joins us uh, in studio with details of that. Let's go through the statement. Well, MFA, so there are two strands to this statement. It's just like uh, giving someone... Uh, it's just like giving something to someone with your right hand and using the left hand to take it back. So I would, I would, I would share the first one with mm -hmm. you. The Office of the Special Prosecutor has complied with the ruling and order of the High Court accredited 31st August 2023 by unfreezing the frozen bank account and investment of Cecilia Abnadapa. The OSP has also uh, returned the seized cash sums of Ms. Dapa in the presence and assent of Ms. Dapa and her lawyers. The satisfaction by the OSP of the High Court order terminate the proceedings of the seizure of the cash amount from Ms. Dapa commenced on 24 July 2023 and the freezing of her bank account and investment effected from 26 July 2023. Now, the last paragraph indicates that further subsequent to the, indica the indicated ruling and order of the High Court and a compliance by the OSP with the said ruling and order, the special prosecutor considers that he has reasonable grounds to suspect that the cash amount seized from and returned to Ms. Dapa is tainted property mm. and it is necessary to exercise the power of seizure to prevent the concealment or loss of the said cash amount. Therefore, the special prosecutor has again invoked his statutory power under Section 321A of Act 959 by directing the seizure from Ms. Dapa of the cash amount previously seized from her. Authorized offices of the OSP have seized the cash amount from Mrs. Dapa. Okay. Well, we'll see if um, this is a contempt of court issue or what exactly it is. I'm sure we'll be hearing from the lawyers in the coming days. But also in the last few hours, the Forestry Commission has been reacting to a hotline documentary, Forest Under Siege. Well, in a three-page document, the Commission says it was deeply concerned about the continuous destruction of forests across the country. We've been focusing on the Apamprama Forest Reserve. My colleague um, Maxo Agbagba joins me in studio uh, with details of what we're learning from that particular statement. What has the commission exactly been saying, Maxwell? Well, let me just give you extracts of the statement. It says the attention of the first two commission has been drawn to a joint news hotline documentary on alleged illegal mining activities in the Pamprama Forest Reserve aired yesterday. Um, we thank the multimedia group for shining the light on the destruction of a large portion of this once lush forest reserve and an important watershed through um, illegal mining. We believe such documentaries help draw attention to grave national issues where public support is urgently required to address. It is, however, important to put matters in proper perspective for the sake of the public. It says, as a public regulator charged with the protection and sustainable management of Ghana's forest and wildlife resources, we are deeply concerned about incidents of illegal mining in forests. It goes on to talk about um, some arrests that they've made in the past and what they are doing currently to protect Ghana's forests. They state that they have trained about 964 frontline field officers Additionally, they have procured 1,000 pump action guns to boost morale and capacity of frontline staff to protect the forest. They have also intensified intelligence gathering and monitoring of illegal mining activities in forests. They are also working to reclaim degraded um, forest reserves. Uh, currently, they say that under the Forest Investment Program, the Forestry Commission and other partners are carrying out pilot reclamation and revegetation of mined out areas within forest reserves in the Bekwai and Bibiani forest districts. Okay. And um, it says Ampamprama and other illegally mined forest reserves are in line to be tackled following lessons learned from their ongoing pilot project. Okay. Well, and Forest Under Siege is available on all our social media platforms on myjoyonline.com. Uh, you can listen to that and watch the devastating effect of illegal mining on our forest reserve, for instance. But we can hear from President Kufado who says the ban on illegal mining, among other stringent decisions taken to push back the dire impact of climate change, has yielded positive results. He's been speaking at the Africa Climate Summit in Nairobi, Kenya. 
determined contributions towards combating climate change have been fully incorporated into government's coordinated program for economic and social development policies to facilitate their implementation. We have introduced major policy interventions that have development and climate projection imperatives. Our flagship programs, whether they are the programs for planting for food and jobs, or one village, one dam, or one district, one factory, are all geared towards boosting industrialization and rural development, as well as building our resilience to the impacts of climate change. The strategic focus of the One Village, One Dam initiative, for example, in the northern regions of our country, is to provide all year round access to water to smallholder farmers who practically have no viable livelihood alternatives during the long dry seasons. We're also determined to make natural gas, which we have in abundance, available for the generation of electricity. We placed a ban on illegal mining the phenomenon we call Galamse, which was destroying our water bodies, vegetation, and our forests. Some 20,000 young people have been engaged to plant more than 30 million trees in two years. Well, that's President Ekofad of Faraway, Kenya, and Forest Under Siege is currently airing on the Joy News Channel. And we have a story of hope. Hano Odame has that. <laughs> Kofi Ejei has engaged in lots of menial jobs. He's done mason work. He's driven commercial vehicles. But years ago, he settled on the coconut business. I got engaged in coconut business, though it's difficult because the job requires lots of effort. When I started, I used to carefully arrange the coconut on a tray. Then I hope in town till it finishes. I would say this job has been very beneficial to me because that's all I've been doing. And through that, I have married. I have six children now. The youngest is in senior high school and the eldest is in the university. And that's how we wrap up today's edition of News Night here on Joy 99.7 FM here in Accra and Kumasi on Love 99.5 FM. There's more when you log on to myjoyonline.com. The Geek Squad is up next. And guess what? You would want to stay with us uh, this evening. We are securing your mobile money wallet and the freshest is here in the studios with me. Uh, well, Perpetual. How are you doing? I'm good, MFA. You're welcome. Thank you. It's good to hear you have a sweet voice. Oh, thank you. I can't wait to listen to you on the Geek Squad. We are securing our mobile money wallet, yeah? That is so true. We, a lot of us are using mobile money now, and we feel that there's a need for us to find ways and means to secure our, our wallet. Mm-hmm. And that's why we are going to have this conversation this evening. Well, so now I can't take my grandmother's pin again, yeah? Mm, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, do stay with the Geek Squad.
And I said, yes. Then he said, okay. 